Episode number 10, season one. And tonight we are joined by Nickel Arse. Hello. What are you doing? <laughs> I didn't think you was going to come to me that quickly, so I was taking a swig. <laughs> you're, like, you're just like the, the fella. We've got a super secret special guest tonight. The beautiful, the ever young, the voluptuous... <laughs> Boston White. Hi. Well, also, I mean, I, I would argue that Amanda is the thinking lady's Lee Mallaby. She's the, the absolute opposite of Lee Mallaby. She's got loads of hair. And she's gorgeous. <laughs> oh, and she's, loads of hair. And she's here. And she's here. Yeah. So yeah, Lee I'm Mallaby's still got Lee Mallaby. No hair. He's fucking ugly. And he's not here. Holy, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Well, the main thing is a man didn't say it and neither did I, so we're both innocent <laughs> in all this. So you just implicate yeah. yourself. I'm innocent, please tell me my friend. <laughs> yeah, don't unfriend me, Lee. I want to wear your face. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not that weird. I'd love to have a bath with Lee and just... Me, Lee, and a goldfish. Poor goldfish. <laughs> that goldfish would die happy. Has it gone dark already? Hello? It's gone dark. Not... I'm not letting you buy any goldfish. I'm letting <laughs> all the pet shops in Liverpool now not to sell you any goldfish. Oh, hello, sir. I'd like to buy a goldfish. Are you Craig Lucas? Yes, why I am. No, then. the shop. That'll be in now. We've, we've so been to, told about you before. Right, come on. Nickel arse. Arse of nickel. Yes. What are you drinking? Um, I am drinking, because it's a very old time that we record this, this episode, I, I'm just finishing off a bottle of um, now flat cherry Pepsi Max. Boring. Ah, it's pop-off A ladies' drink. Yes. And Amanda, I know you're hardcore. You know the score. Um, I'm on my fourth Bud Light of the night, substantially more drunk than I was on Universal after dark. <laughs> Bud Light, I'm not being funny. You can drink 12 of them and it doesn't even touch the sides. Um, it does, I tell you. And also, Steve Manry just sent me a message like, that better not be fucking Bud Light in that blink um. one. So I sent him a Snapchat of the middle finger emoji zooming in on my Bud Light can. <laughs> So up your arse, Steve. Steve who? Steve Manry. That's a silly name. Um, That's not. We love you. We love you really, Steve. Well. Well. <laughs> I wasn't trying to do Jim Hillathon, but yeah. I, I, I stole that now. That's, that's my catchphrase now. Sorry, Jim Hill. Well. I love Jim Hill. He's like a little Ewok. <laughs> Little shaven Ewok with glasses. <laughs> little, little hairless Ewok. Yeah. 
the opposite oh, of the pool. Just go right, Craig, come on. This Base, well, is ego of, of, of essence, even without Lee. So, I mean, I know it's a show about, it's a, it's a Seinfeld podcast, but what are we talking about? Well, we, we've got nothing to talk about. We've got nothing really to talk about, apart one common thing that we, we can all share together is Stranger Things Season 2. Yes. So we can talk about that. But just anything else in the in the pop culture world that's popped up in the last few days that has bit your bum? Okay, I feel like I just need to let it be known that I've watched Season 2 of Stranger Things twice already. What? What? I love Stranger Things more than anything right now. I've probably watched season one, I want to say, easily ten times. What? What? Easily. Like, easily, easily. Like, if I've got a day off and I'm doing something, like, if I'm sewing or I'm, like, making something, I just have it on in the background. And I just look at it like it's one big, long film. Like a super long film, and I can just binge it all in one day. That's mental. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I got in quite early on on Stranger Things. Actually, um, we watched it a few days after it first launched. I'm talking about series one, so before the kind of hype had, had come, kind of come up around it. Um, mm-hmm. But we didn't go back and rewatch it even before series two. What? Um, yeah, I just. No, I, I didn't. You're the crazy one. No, you know what it is, Amanda. Like, I think the thing is, I think it comes down to, um, it comes down to your lifestyle, and I think when you've got, you know, I've got um, two young kids and one that doesn't go to sleep at a normal key time, um, so he'll be up quite late. So it means that we. Don't, we, we have to be really selective about what we watch and how we watch things. We don't have the time to watch the things as much as we'd like to. So, to be honest, like, just didn't have time to watch it again. We probably would have done if things were different, but we, we didn't get a chance to. Um, that said, I was eagerly, we were both eagerly looking forward to Series 2, and we did do it in about three nights, I think, maybe four nights. I'm trying to think. We did it as quickly I've as listened. possible. I've listened to the soundtracks more than I've watched the TV series. The, I love the soundtrack so much. The The theme song is my alarm in the morning. <laughs> oh. And usually I wouldn't set a song that I like as my alarm because I'd start to hate the song, but it makes me wake up in a good mood. My uh, I used to have uh, Party Hard by Andrew WK as my <laughs> alarm. And, That's the best alarm. <laughs> and I did, I did get a little bit sick of that song. I, yeah, I think it's a problem sometimes. It's like when you've got it for like two or three years every day. Yeah, but uh... we used to have. Well, we still do sometimes when I do the kids' edit. Will I am? Good morning. I don't even. I haven't read that. No, I've, 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 an, I've never read it. It's an album track. Good morning. Welcome to this thing called life. Good morning. Don't let it pass you by. Yeah. I'm copying. That's an interesting fact about Will I Am. Go on. I met Will I Am last year. Stop it! I would have just started sobbing. (laughs) I mean, I didn't sob, but I was surprised. But like, it's just like random, like a random thing, and I was like, "What?" 
is my life. Is he like, is he like a black Ronnie Corbett? You know what? He's really, really nice. Like, he's really, really nice. Um, He's really, like, energetic. And so is Ronnie Corbett. He is just, he's just, like, an all-round nice guy, but at the same time, I haven't listened to any of his songs except, um, like, one Black Eyed Peas song. Do you, Have you never say you was to... dope? Um, he says that everything's dope. Yeah. Yes, if he didn't say you were dope, I'd be worried. Mm-hmm. Then you know that he hates you. Okay. In what context did you meet him? Um, can't really, like, talk about, like, too much about it, because then it might give away, like, what I do for my job. But okay. it was, like, a weird, a weird situation. A man is a shot girl. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> so, two things. Firstly... Um, how have you only ever heard one Black Eyed Peas song? Um, well, I think maybe I might have heard more than one Black Eyed Peas song. I think you must have over time. Maybe, I like, three off the top of my head. Like, I, I think I know, like, three. I couldn't tell you any Black Eyed Peas songs. I like eating Black Eyed Peas, if they're a real thing. Where is the love? Uh, Let's Get that. Started. No. Um, I've Got a Feeling. What about... Yeah. They're just off the top of my head. I'm not even a fan of the Black Eyed Peas. Don't I think they're the only ones that I've, that I've heard of. Well, that's free. What would it's you mean? How do you cook a Black Eyed Pea? Oh, it takes ages. Well, it depends. If you get dried Black Eyed Peas, you have to cook them for a long time, and they, you have to cook them properly, otherwise they're quite dangerous. to be like kidney beans. Um, anyway, um... Let's, not talk, let's not turn this into uh, beans after dark. Um, so, so there were two things. So the first one, Amanda, was, as I said, my, my shock at you not knowing any Black Eyed Peas songs. The second thing, I've, I, I hate to pick you up on this, but you said you had an interesting fact about Will I Am. I met Will I Am. Now, now I don't want to point this out too much, but that's not really a fact about Will I Am. That's just a fact uh, of life about you. Well, I mean, it, Will I Am, Will, Will I Am met me. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do have a fact about Will I Am. Who's sitting down? And that's it. And he does. And he also is a big fan, like me, of the moist toilet wipe. He talks about them a lot, and he always has them around him. But no, my interesting facts about Will I am even more interesting than that is his name. Can you flush a moist toilet wipe? We'll come back yeah. to that. Will I am's Will I am's name is his first name is William. Wow. And right, get this another another musical fact for you, right? Flow Rider, right, comes from Florida. <laughs> you see, what he, see what he's done there is he's basically taking it like two two names. He, he just turned it and changed it slightly and, and made a new rap name. He just added full stops. Whoa! And for some reason, Siri just thought I asked it to ask me a question. I didn't. So shut up, Siri. Um, good, it has. Um, Right, moist moist toilet wipes. Okay, right. We have two different types of moist toilet wipes. You have baby wipes, and you have your actual moist toilet tissue. Moist yeah. toilet tissue on the packaging says it's flushable. Baby wipes do not say they are flushable. However, and Amanda, you might correct me on this, uh, apparently even flushable toilet wipes are not really supposed to be flushed well 
my boyfriend told me <laughs> the other day. He just randomly came out with the fact that there's some. Um, oh, he had a name for it, and I was like, "What the fuck? How do you know that?" A fat bird. But it was like some some weird thing from in the sewers that it's formed by a fat baby bug. wipes, nappies. It's a fat condoms. bug. A what? A fat, a fat bug. No, it wasn't called that. It was called something different, and I was like, "How do you even know this?" And why are you telling me this? University Challenge, and he was watching University Challenge. Probably, but I think it—I think it maybe came from like he thought I'd flushed like a makeup pad down down the toilet, but I hadn't. Uh, so who had? Dun, dun, dun. Clearly him. He was clearly wearing my makeup while I was at work. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I've worn makeup loads of times. It's not a problem. He was like, I'm just trying out Amanda's super expensive highlighter, no big deal. <laughs> I've just got to get it all wiped off before she gets in. Oh, God, here she is coming up to drive. I better flush you. I, I've got to be honest, right? I've decided when we upgrade our bathroom, I wish I wish that was only possible. I decided when we upgrade our bathroom, I'm going to buy a, a toilet with like a bidet built into it. Really? Yeah, because uh, we had one for my father-in-law when he was ill, and it was amazing. And I just, I'm not a fan. I I don't like wiping. The best poo I ever had raised was on... Universal Property. With me. Well, no. no, It's in those Gotham toilets that we were talking about, Universal After Dark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the best poo I ever had was when I was a scally on um, one of the golf courses on um, the Southport line by Freshfield train station. I think it's Formby. I can't remember what the, the, the golf course is called. But we used to go there and camp in the woods, get blitzed, dance around a fire. And this sounds like Blair Witch Yeah, yeah. When we were scallies, we used to, um, we used to play um, Manhunt at two o'clock in the morning in the forest and whoever was man at the torch, it was petrifying. Mm-hmm. And you'd be smashed out your skull. Mm-hmm. Lionel Clavin. Mm-hmm. And um, you'd be blitzed on vodka and whatever. And uh, this one morning, the sun's coming up, but on the fairway, there's a, a dew on the fairway. And Kev White says to me, I'm dying for the shit. And I was like, well, go ahead then. I said, I am as well. So he went, go ahead then. So before he'd even finish saying, go ahead then, I dropped my kecks and tailed a foot-long jobby off on the fairway. Wow. Not to, <laughs> not to, not to wipe my arse on. So I literally did what a dog does, and I dropped my arse onto oh, the grass. Oh, fuck off. No, you did not. And what did? The dewy You are grass, disgusting. And I dragged my arse along the grass, and it was the cleanest wipe I've ever had in my life. Why am I friends with you? Things you do when you're a scally. <laughs> what the fuck? Amanda, that's nothing. I've shared a room with this man. Oh, you're brave. Well, yeah, because I mean, I, to be honest, I didn't look at the carpet very much. That's probably like just a mess <laughs> Thank you, shut up. <laughs> oh, they were crazy times in the 90s. Crazy times. But honestly, man, like, B-Day toilets are where it's at. And I mean, if you look at other countries, like, like Japan, that's standard. I mean, they have heated ones, massaging ones, all sorts. Massaging ones. Yeah, like which bit does it massage? If you go, like your actual hoof. If you if you go like um, a common Japanese toilet, like in a pub, like public restroom, um, you would have so it had like a little 
spray anything that would like spray walls up your bum. It would dry your ass afterwards. It would you could change the temperature on the seat so you could warm make it warmer or colder depending on what you wanted. It would vibrate your ass cheeks to give wow. you a nice little massage. Um, yeah, it plays music so you don't, you don't like, people don't have to hear you pooing. It's like they're they're well ahead of the curve, well ahead of the curve. So well, what do they play like Johnny Cash ring a fire? Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm, mm. Oh, yeah, Sex is on Fire as well is another popular one. Um and Pen Pineapple Apple Pen for obvious reasons. Um Yeah, so so like and you can buy them you can buy them over here and they're not not really expensive. They're you know a bit more pricey, but it would how just much, right, how much is a bog? Uh you could probably quid. you could probably go down to like B and Q's and buy a bog for about hundred, hundred and fifty maybe. So when you say they're not, a, how much are these then compared in comparison? Uh, five up to about nine hundred pounds, depending on the model. Ooh, so like ten times the cost of a conventional bog. No, five times well, up to ten times. But but the thing it, it depends on what you want and what you you know what what really, kind really, you buy. Really but <laughs> but the thing is, like the way I look at it is that it would say you know, we you wouldn't you'd save money on toilet paper. Um, you'd be it's better for the environment if to not use toilet paper as well. The you'd reason, still have to do a cautionary wipe, surely. No, not with a not with a B day thing. No, you haven't got the confidence, I'm not being funny, to just right, stick look, it over. I, I use what well, I use this quite a few times, right? And at, f- at the first few times I used it, absolutely, you have to do one until you can trust it. Once you can trust it, it's fine, mate. That's your fun. take on that, Amanda. Would you feel confident? Um, she, I don't know why I'm asking. She has, she's royalty. She hasn't got a Yeah. Don't, don't poo. Girls do not poo. Yeah. There's not more heartbreaking than realising your wife poos. Anyway, I'm sure at some point we were talking about Stranger Things. Uh, well, this goes full circle. Because... Recently, Finn Wolfhard, who plays Mike on Stranger Things, was posting on Twitter about how he, they were in France doing uh, like a Stranger Things tour. Oh. And he was like, hey, France, why do you guys have a water fountain in your bathroom? Ah. And then he was like, oh, update, that's a clean your butt. And I just drank from it. Well, that's, I mean, that was, that was always my favourite thing about when Beyonce released that album and called it B-Day. <laughs> because it seemed to be she was the only person in the world that had never heard of one. And mm-hmm. okay, it was spelled differently, but that doesn't, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter mm. at all. Um, right, so Stranger Things. So you were obviously a massive fan of the first series of Stranger Things. Huge. Um, how, and Craig, before we do that, Craig, how did you find the first Stranger Things? Because I think you come onto it quite late, didn't you? I come onto it late, and it's in one of the early episodes. It might be the first episode of Ego. Yeah. We did a, like, um, a little review of the year gone by last year, and that was one of the recommendations I give out. Mm. Um, uh, in season one, I thought the little, the little fat kid with no teeth. Dustin. That's the one. And Eleven stole the show. I love them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, season two, I think Eleven come into her own and was absolutely 
amazing. She was the best thing about the whole series. Really? And yeah, oh yeah. I loved her. And Dustin become quite annoying. What? Mm, well, I think I can see where Craig might be going with this, and we'll come to it. So, um, all right, so Craig was fan- So we were all fans of the first series of Stranger Things. Yeah, um, definitely. Okay, so it, like, we're going to talk about Stranger Things series two. So if you haven't watched it yet, um, just, just listen to this afterwards. It doesn't matter. Um, but if everyone that has watched Stranger Things two already, which is most of the world, then spoilers ahead. Um, I, can I assume, Craig, that the reason why you felt Dustin was annoying this series was the same reason that I did, and that's because of keeping that stupid alien. Yeah. And basically falling in love with it. And not wanting to kill it. And feeding it and looking after it and not telling anyone. Yeah. Just not telling anyone. I, I didn't buy the story that he was like, oh, you know, I, I found some a new species or something and I want to kind of, you know, be famous because of it, which is what they kind of tried to spin it out to be. But... I'm with you. I think, bearing in mind that they knew what... Didn't know all the details, but they were obviously aware of, like, some kind of monster or alien creature in the end of the first one, that if you found something like that, you wouldn't just try and kill it or give it to someone to deal with, not turn it into your little pet. Mm, no. Chicken Sam died because of one of them aliens. He had to die anyway, let's be honest. He had to die. But So he's not Dustin's not welcome round at that house ever any time soon. Well it's not your fault, Dustin, you fed it up and then didn't kill it when you had multiple chances to. But the, the there was more of them. So Yeah, but didn't they all just come off that one? No. Or was was he coughing them up all randomly? Like they, like they they were just in the upside down, so it wasn't just from like that one. I will say this: in Dustin's defence, the first thing that 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 creature ate was a cat, and that reminded cats. well two things. One, I hate cats like Craig. Secondly, I love Alf, and Alf always wanted to eat cats, and Alf was an alien, so therefore that was I thought a homage to Alf. You know, I've I've seen that on a fan theory video. On you, are you serious? That's hilarious. Yeah, that's like an that's an actual fan theory. <laughs> oh, only because, like as I said, like you know, that, I don't know if you've ever seen Alf. So I think you might be a bit too young for Alf, but that was his big thing that he'd always chase around the family cat because on his home planet, that's what they'd eat as a delicacy was cat. Well, the the Duffer brothers who make Stranger Things are obviously like gigantic fans of everything. 80 years and so in this fan theory video they were like it wouldn't be the strangest thing if it was on purpose was that a pun um well about no. not being the strangest thing <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that quick <laughs> so amanda what did you love about because you're obviously head over heels so mm. and you're shocked at my this and dismayed about my dust and outburst Right. The the thing that I loved the most about season two is... Dustin's teeth. Dustin. Dustin has teeth now. 
the little growl that Dustin does with his teeth. That's my favourite thing. I love it. <laughs> I love the relationship that Dustin and Steve Harrington have because I hated Steve Harrington in season one. I couldn't stand him. We all did. He made me so angry. And the way that they changed his character in season two, I loved everything about him. He is my Him and Dustin are my two favourite characters now. And their relationship throughout the whole season was the best. I genuinely preferred the times that Eleven wasn't in it and them two were. Oh. Well, I know. Well, I think I think you've hit, hit something on there because, I, I mean, I think Millie Bobby Brown, I love her name. Um, <laughs> I think she's a very good actress. My wife cannot stand her on talk shows. She yeah. finds a very stage schooly, you know, that kind of almost kind of over over acting type of way of talking, and you know, she just doesn't Is that like eleven. That. Yeah, yeah. She, she's yeah, she's yeah. up. She's she acts it's up. Very to uh, stage school. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, and she she hates that, but thinks she's a great actress. Like in Australia, thinks she thinks she does a character really well, um, but. Um, you know, Eleven arguably was the well, was the main reason for having the worst episode of a TV show in recent memory. You know what? Episode you, seven. You watched that episode before I watched it because I was having real bad issues with my internet provider, real, real bad. And name and shame were just... on ego. Okay. <laughs> Schmergens <laughs> Media, <laughs> where they, for some reason, randomly at night, it would just kick all of my devices off the Wi-Fi, and it would always seem to be just as I was about to watch Stranger Things, and I was like, is this having a fucking laugh? So it took me ages to get past episode five. Which is another reason why I've watched it twice because I was like, what? Because I've spent so long and I've watched like episode one to five like a million times now. I need to watch everything all in one go again. <laughs> but you watched the episode before me, and when I was putting it on, I was like, Nick said this is the worst episode of TV ever, and I'm nervous while watching it now. And I didn't think it was like the worst. It was weird though. It was, it was a strange episode. You've gone into that episode, as you just pointed out, n- knowing what I'd said about it. Yeah. Now, I... With, what happens in that episode? That's the episode. It's the one with Hallie. Yeah. It, it's the episode where um, Eleven hangs out with the traditional 1980s punk oh, yeah. kids. Yeah, the Lost Boys. Yeah. Yeah, the Lost Boys ripoff. Um, it, it just doesn't tie in with any... like. That episode, and I, I think I read somewhere that they almost talked about not having that episode in the series because that episode barely has any connection to anything else that happens in the series. Um, mm. But I think, no, but it was a, a chance to go with her sister and start a new life. Yeah, but the thing is, like, she was never going to go though. Like she was never exactly, gonna go. exactly. But, there was that, no but doesn't that happen? That happens in every film where the hero has a chance. You know, it even happens in Toy Story where Woody has a chance to do one and he goes back and saves his friends. That's what happens. Yeah, but we're not talking about a, like, a little plot line here. This was this was an episode that didn't tie into anything else. If you turn that episode out of the series, 
anything that happens before it and anything that happens afterwards is not affected by that episode. That episode is, is effectively an island that everything else that, is feeds Yeah, off. but within that episode as well, you find a lot of her backstory and, a, and where she gets a lot of her strength from to go back and do the fighting that she does. No, you don't. I, they, I feel like they could have, like, the. I think the only bit in it is with the, the truck where Callie's, like, telling her to, like, think about something that's really, really, really upset her. But I feel like that could have been, that could have came from anyone. That could have came from Hopper. That could have came from anyone at any time in any episode. Yeah. And had the same yeah. impact. The, the bit where she spares the man shows a to the others because she sees the kids and she doesn't want the kids to be yeah, but Craig, didn't we, he die anyway didn't we, somebody kill him anyway we didn't give a shit about any of the other characters so the thing is like you, you mentioned there uh, Amanda about Steve Harrington right and about how in the first series no, you know like he was supposed to be one that you kind of didn't like right mm-hmm. that was his role really to kind of be an antagonist as well in this series he there was character development and you kind of ruined him for him a little bit and obviously he then had the bromance with Dustin, right? Mm. And it led to a really good bit in the in the last episode. Um and he kind of came into his own. So with with that, like <sighs> I've lost what I was gonna say. Steve Harrington for King. He was great. He, he was great. Honestly, I absolutely love him. Like, I want a Steve Harrington spinner. It'll be interesting to see what they do the next series with him and Dustin because, you know, he seems like he's been able to let go of his relationship issues and, and kind of let them, let lovebirds go off. Um, but he, he kind of took Dustin under his wing and I, I'd like to see more of that in the in the next series. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I honestly, that was my favourite bit of the entire, entire series was them two. Mm. But with you talking about like him being the antagonist of the first season, then we had Billy and Max come into this season. Mad Max. And I don't know how I feel about Billy. Well, you know, Billy was essentially the Steve replacement. Yeah. In that you felt almost the same way about him as you did you felt Steve in the first series. I feel like I was supposed to, but I didn't. Because I was like, you're not you're not really doing enough for me to not like you. And then towards the end. But yeah, yeah, then that came out towards the end and I was like, Well, you you kind of wanted me to think that you're racist, but you're not giving me enough to know that you are. Yeah, you needed to wear a white hood or something. (laughs) Well, like it was like, I don't know, it was just kind of alluding to it, mm. but then he never really did anything. And then the bit with his dad, yeah, I was like, okay. no. yeah, yeah, like there's just not enough to to his story. And then the bit with his dad, I was kind of like, okay, so now you're trying to give me a story of why he is supposed to be a douchebag, but he's not really being all that much of a douchebag. Like there's not much story to him. And then he has a crazy fight with Steve, and I was like, okay, now you're a knobhead. Because you just hit Steve, and I love Steve. But then there's just like nothing again. He didn't get sucked into the main story and end up helping them in any way, did he? Well, I didn't didn't even really want him to help them. I just wanted, like, they could have used episode seven to do more with Billy. Mm. 
Like, he could have gotten, like, fucked shit up somewhere. Instead, he was only really there for the last episode for them to be able to see his car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, he wouldn't he wouldn't have even been there. Like, the bit when he was with Mike's mom, Mike and Nancy's mom, I thought that was funny. Hmm. The bit but in the shower like... with Steve as well. Is he a bit gay? I think that's where they're going to go with it. And maybe... The thing is, like, in the, when you watch 80s films, especially, you always seem to have repressed gay characters. Because mm-hmm. yeah, being gay good. wasn't... Well, anything. But being gay, even in the 80s, was still, like, very taboo. It was very frowned upon in films. Like, it was always, like, a negative... And so what you'd have is, like, these repressed characters that were secretly gay but couldn't act out on it because, you know, then they'd, like, be taking the piss out of a beaten up or something. And maybe that's why um, his dad went for him in the way that he did. That was the only kind of bit where you thought, where is this going? When his mm-hmm. dad kind of pinned him up against the wall and you thought, okay, there's obviously something here. Um, and it's a very cliche 80s thing when you go and watch said films or TV shows so it will be interesting to see if they follow that up in, in series 3 but I think Max is here to stay mm-hmm. well I don't know how I feel about Max either she felt a little at times a bit underwritten yeah I felt like they could have done more with her and with her character but I feel like maybe they just had so many ideas and so many fun things that they wanted to do with the season and it like some things came to fruition and some things didn't. I don't know, but I just I feel like not enough was done with Max or Billy. What's the time difference between the two series? It's not a lot, is it? Just one year. Yeah. yeah. So the first series is eighty three. Yeah. And this one was eighty. Season two is eighty four which is the, my favourite year on the planet. Well, it was also the year that the, uh, the Duffer Brothers were born as well. So, oh, nice one, make me feel old. Not bad. <laughs> well, mate, so, I was born in 83, mate, so... Season is going to be 85, isn't it? it? I'd be surprised if it wasn't. They haven't confirmed anything, but I'd be surprised if it wasn't. But well, how know. much bad... How much bad stuff can you give these kids before they end up in the fucking mental asylum? Mm. Was it in the, it's ending up like a freaking Harry Potter saga. Every year in school, some shit goes down. I feel, I feel like next time it's going to branch out to outside of Hawkins. I think it needs to do something because I think Craig's right in that you can't have... Oh, a year's passed. Oh, some more bad stuff's happening in the same place. It's not. It's not Erie, Indiana, or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, it needs to be a bit more, or they need to change it up a little bit because you're going to get tired of it. The my only my only criticism with not my only criticism, my main criticism with Stranger Things two, in a way, was that it was uh, at times very similar to Stranger Things. Well, yeah, and. Yeah, but it is it is Stranger Things, so like yeah, it can't no, be too different. Like I feel like if they'd have gone 
any more different than they would have been looking at like an anthology type of series and i think that's just not the way that they want to go but if you look at series one you had the the build-up to whatever creature was you know that you know was trying to attack them or whatever and in this one you had pretty much the same thing except it started an episode or two earlier and there was more of them, but you, you, it was the same kind of build-up. <clears throat> um, I'm glad Barb's dead because then that can shut people up. I liked, yeah. I liked Barb. Don't get me wrong, but I think the way that people kind of like reacted to that was just a bit OTT. Um, Justice for Barb. Yeah. Don't you think though? That if you think, look at the '80s films and the sequels. I think uh, Back to the Future is Back to the Future Two is Back to the Future Three. Gremlins is Gremlins 2. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, Gremlins 2, the new batch, is nothing like Gremlins. Nothing like Gremlins. Far better sequel for a basically start. Basically is. Much better film than Gremlins. And I like Gremlins. Lethal Weapon, Die Hard. Um, yeah, but at, um, least, at least with those films, they changed the, change the settings of them. Like... Yeah. Like, like there just wasn't enough of a change for me, but I digress. I, I'd like to think that you know they'll they'll have more time for this one. Like the the biggest problem with Stranger Things, especially if they do stick to this, you know, see you know a, a year between seasons, is the kids are aging in real time, mm-hmm. and they are aging quicker than filming suggests. Like I I didn't realise until I saw a clip of how much. Dustin had changed between season one and season two. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, you know, he well, really changed. Like when I was watching a, an interview a few days ago, and it was when season one was like doing their press tour, mm-hmm. and they were like, Yeah, we filmed like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And so now, even looking at them in season two, which they've obviously only filmed like within the last year. They, they look so much older now. Yeah. And so you haven't got a, a lot of time yeah. to, to do it. So, you know, it'd be nice in a way if we actually saw a bit of a time jump. Now, the, 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 the only problem with that is if you say, right, 83, 84, and then maybe go 86, 87, is that they're looking to do, I think they've committed to four seasons, but I think they're talking about five or six in total there's definitely going to be four, um, is that you're going to run out of years mm-hmm. if you want to keep it 80s themed. If you're happy to go out of that comfort zone and go into, like, the 90s, which I don't think would be a bad thing because it's still retro, um, then then that wouldn't be too bad. But I think a bit of a time jump probably wouldn't do things too badly, it, actually. Haven't they set up a prequel, though, don't you think? Um... Because- what you mean? They could go back to the seventies. How it got there? Mm. Maybe, but then the problem with that is, like, you're losing all your main characters then. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a totally different spin-off. But then that would open up to having like Hopper. Yeah. And Winona, like, I love Hopper. Now, him, love him in real Hopper. life is my favorite person on earth. On the planet, yeah. More than will I am. I'm. Um, uh, definitely, definitely. You, you know he's he's Hellboy in the new Hellboy film. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Why? He looks, he looks just like Ron Perlman as Hellboy. Why? He doesn't look any different because of, obviously, the makeup they use. But um, he looks good, you know, he looks good. What, you know, from the photos I've seen, it looks like it's going to be good. Um, do you think... So, obviously... I can't, what, what's what's uh, what's the mum's name? Um, what's Wano Forever's name? Oh, I forgot what she's called now. But anyway, the mum, um, and she's the only mum that counts because you you barely see any of the other parents at all. You can tell it's an eighties thing. Um, you know, there was obviously a bit of a flirtation with her and Hopper in season one. Joyce, um, Joyce, of course. Joyce, yeah. by yeah. Oh yeah. There is. They've done, they've done some shit. And you saw, you <laughs> saw a bit of that. You saw a bit of that in series two as well. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, she was she was with um, the bloke at the Goonies. Bob. Yeah, the bloke at the Goonies. Um, that, I loved that. I, I loved. I loved that he was Mikey from Goonies. I like as well that there was very. There was like a couple of little things that were said that were very. Uh, the treasure map. Of, yeah. I was like, yes. Yes, there was something about um, it wasn't a utility belt, but I'm sure there was something that was uh, that referenced the 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 the, um, the kind of tool belt thing that one of the Goonies had as well. So there were just a few little little homages there, which I thought were quite nice to play into. But yeah, so obviously that was the big romance of Joyce that season, but um, that annoyed me as well. Why would you stop? I know. You're being chased. Yeah. And it's like he knew he was going to die or something. Well, Do you know what I mean? It just seemed a bit. Though, I'm so rooting for Joyce and Hopper that Bob had to die. And I'm sorry. I'm really <laughs> sorry, Bob, but you have to die so that Joyce and Hopper can be together. Yeah. I'm with you, though. If he'd have yeah. carried on running, right, he'd have took them beasts right out. Because he sort of just stopped in the middle of the hall, didn't he? And just give a nice smile. And they all smiled as if they were all saved. And then the shit went down and he got killed. Yep. But if he would have carried on running, they'd have broke through the glass doors. Because some doors they no, couldn't they get didn't, through. No, they didn't. Other because, doors they could get through. Yeah, but the thing is, Hopper then started shooting, trying to like save him. Knew that it was a lost cause. They left and jumped in the car. And they locked the, they closed the doors behind them. And they couldn't get out. They they were able to drive away, and you couldn't. You know they were still trying to escape from the building. So, now he'd have been alright. He just he just stopped. Mm-hmm. And and it answered the question, didn't it? Goonies can die. Oh. Well, they, to be fair, they said they they never say die, but uh, yeah, we've proved they're not immortal. Um, but yeah, I I, I still enjoyed it. Um, I, I just don't think on first viewing, and I probably will get around to watching it again at some point, um, but I just didn't think on first viewing it was as good as the first one. Oh, no, it was better. <sighs> I thought the ending was better. I really liked the ending. I did okay, how did it, season but... one end? Season one ended with him coughing up the little snot. Yeah. And was there some sort of pulsating light somewhere or something? In season one? At the very end, the very, very end. No, if I remember rightly, the, the, it just ended end? with him 
puking up the the little worm thing. Right. Okay. So that's quite a small ending for the series, isn't it? Season two, that is catastrophic. Well, because it's still out there. I was thinking, I was thinking more about the dance than, than yeah, the <laughs> final shots. But that whole dance sequence, like the whole oh. end of end of school prom or whatever, end of the year prom. I was heartbroken when Dustin was crying. Oh, absolutely! I like I was getting, I was getting a bit emotional. And I, the thing is, I could see what was going to happen a mile away. He deserved yeah. it. Yeah. He didn't deserve it. He did deserve it. He didn't. He wore the Farrah Fawcett hairspray. He deserved all the dances. Exactly. He was wearing soul glow. Which <laughs> just, was, by just, the way. just like me. Um, what, I, uh, what I do like about the acting, I can't remember what his name is because it's, uh, it's Italian, isn't it? Um, but what I, what I like about the actor is that um, he, whenever you see him being interviewed, he always seems just like his character, like really bubbly, really happy. But he's just done a cha- he's just started a charity which will help people with the medical condition that he's got mm-hmm. um, to give them teeth. Yeah, and like he's so young, like I think he's about uh, he's either fourteen or fifteen, I think at the moment. And he's so mature though. He's the most mature out of all of them. That's what I mean. But to do that, you know, to think, you know, I've now got some money. This is what I'm going to set up with the money. And okay, it's a not, it's a, it's a non-profit charity, right? So, you know, there will be donations and everything like that. It's not like it's coming all out of his pocket. But at that age, to go, the first thing I want to do now, I've got some fame behind me, and now I've got the ability to spread the word, is set up a charity to help people like me. I think he's just so you know, beyond these years kind of thing. I think it's really, really nice. Um, and apparently when he goes there, there's a, his parent, his grandparents have like a pizza shop. I want to say in the Florida area. And yeah. uh, when he goes and visits, he, he helps out in the shop. Oh, that's adorable. You know? So yeah, I just think, uh, yeah. Uh, it's lovely. All right. I'll flip it on its head, right? The if down. he hadn't, re- if he hadn't reared it by feeding it the nougat caramel, nugget stuff at the end when they were in the shit in the tunnel he couldn't have saved them that's true so there you go so maybe it's not all bad I loved that that he kept it until I ate the cat (laughs) like that I don't like seeing animals hurt in TV shows but I loved that that he just adopted it and I loved the whole scene where he locked it in the cellar. I thought that was so funny. And he's like making it come out of the house with a trail of what was it like meat, some kind of meat. And it was just like ET. I loved it. It'd be good to go through and get all the Easter eggs. So that's obviously an Easter egg. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or the homages. There must be hundreds of them that you've missed. There's, there's got to be hundreds of them because probably about every 10, 20 minutes you're like, oh, that's just like Warriors. Oh, that's just like E.T. That's just like Goonies. Well, there's even a bit, and I, I can't remember if it's the second or third episode, when um, there's a musical cue, which is uh, the thing from Gremlins. And it's not it's not exactly the thing from Gremlins. It's, it's ever so slightly tweaked, so it's not officially that. But you hear it and you're like, 
that's Gremlins. Yeah. When Dustin's got the little the little creature thing. I um, feel like the the Duffer brothers are like they just live inside all of our heads. Like people that are around like a similar age to us. Yes. And like we like we have a kind of like wide wide age range. But eighties and nineties people. Like they just live inside of our heads. Like I adore films like E.T. and Goonies and Gremlins and like they're my favourite types of films and it's it's a fa- the favourite types of films of people that are our age and I just feel like they've just hit the nail on the head with this. Yeah, I... I... And it could never fail. Is this their first way? Stranger Things. I, think I what, believe What have you so. done in the past? It is. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Where did they go from here? Anywhere they want, I think. Gremlins 3. (laughs) Goonies 2. I honestly feel like this, I think they're going to end up doing a Stranger Things film. I don't think it'll do as well as what the TV show has done. But I think that's the way that they're going to go. I think if they kept it on Netflix, it would be huge. Mm-hmm. If you put it on the big screen, it'll be a bit of a anticlimax, I think. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what as well, we're showing you things, is that um, who they get to direct episodes, two of the episodes <gasps> of season Wait. was Andrew Stanton. They, this isn't the first thing. Go on. Okay, they, they didn't create this, but they were executive producers and they, they were writers on it. Wayward Pines, and that's one of my top TV shows ever. Never heard of it. Oh my god, it's brilliant. If you like this, you will like Wayward Pines. Isn't it M. Night Shyamalan? It is. Yeah. It is so good. It's sci-fi again. And it's it's not why I expected it to be. I just, like, watched it on a whim one time. Like, I just, I didn't have anything to watch, so I just, I I binge-watched it in a few days. But it's so good. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, Andrew Stanton is uh, is more famous for being a Pixar director. Well, and also directing John Carter. But um, he did Monsters, Inc. and Finding Dory. And he directed two episodes this season. They seem to be able to get really good directors. Um, and also, like, good actors as well. I mean, you know, there's big names in that cast as well as as smaller names as well. I think there's a nice balance. Uh-huh. Um, and with it getting even more popular, it'd be interesting to see if they can try and get into the third series. I think they could get anyone they wanted to at this point, honestly. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't see anybody being like, Stranger Things? Yeah, I'm not interested. They've got to make it like the Expendables. So they've got to bring in some big 80s stars that people just be pointing at. Like like Sam, like Mickey, the Goonies, like Bob. Do you know what I mean? They need they need to get Hulk Hogan or someone. How would you fit Hulk Hogan into Stranger Things season three? The, the bus driver, the school bus so, driver. I feel like if they got like Henry Thomas from ET, so like Elliot, I think that'd Jackpot. be massive. 
yeah. yeah. I, I think the Duffer brothers would, like, I think that would blow their mind. Or if they could get, like, Steven Spielberg to make, like, a weird cameo. What about uh, well, Daniel Brown, Russo? Marty McFly. Daniel yes. Russo. Yes, yes, yes. Isn't Christopher Lloyd like 104 now? The baddie out of uh, the Karate Kid. What TV series was he in as the baddie from the Karate Kid? Oh, oh God. Oh, wasn't he? Was that the Goldbergs? The oh, I love the, the Goldbergs. Yeah, see, that, there's another show that's the same. Well, me, the Goldbergs? He's not in the Goldbergs. Well, me and Craig have talked about the Goldbergs on here before, and, and that hits the same kind of wheelhouse as, like, Stranger yeah. Things. But, uh, yeah, I can't remember what his name is. Otherwise, I'd Google him, Craig. But uh, I, know they, I know they're doing a new Karate Kid oh, show that... on, on YouTube with oh, them growing up. Brought them both oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, was there anything else you wanted to um, to discuss, Craig? No, no. I'm just glad to, I'm just made up with Amanda on, and this is Amanda pulling no punches, full of good <laughs> light, saying it like it is. I just love saying the thing. That's all that it is. That's, that's it. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't like Eleven. I'm not happy that you don't. Like you know 11. what? Right, I do, I I love Eleven. I really really do. But I just I loved Dustin so much and love Steve Harrington so much that I much preferred watching them. I like I felt like their story was more interesting than Eleven's was in this series. I loved the bit with Eleven and him on, and I wish that that mm. was expanded on more. That could have been done more in episode seven, mm. but I just felt like the story was more interesting when she wasn't in it. Until the end, when she came back at the end, I was like, yes, Eleven. And when she was having a little punk makeover, they could have made that more punky, but when she was like, bitching. Do you know what the problem was with that, that Eleven makeover was all I could think about was emo Peter Parker. I agree, and that's why I like that bit, because I love emo Peter Parker. Oh, it's the worst Peter Parker. It's the worst. It's the best Peter Parker. <laughs> God. Go, go and see Homecoming. That's what it reminds me of, and that's why I really liked it. But they, they could have done more with that. They could have done more with a mom. And so I, I feel like I just felt like Eleven's story could have just been more overall. But... Like, honestly, I don't think anyone could have competed with Dustin and Steve. No. no. So it, it's not that I didn't like Eleven, because I, I love Eleven. I think Millie Boy Brown's fantastic. I just really... Them two were just shining. Mm. Do you think season three they're going to introduce time travel? <sighs> it would be cool if they could, like, do something to bring a bit of Back to the Future in it. Yeah, exactly. But so they're watching their old selves around the corner and all that. Maybe. Maybe. Did you know that Back to the Future, originally it was going to be a fridge, not a DeLorean that they were going to use a time travel? Uh, that would be weird. Yeah. I think that's what I went with the car. How would you get a fridge up to 88 miles an hour? 
well, I think I think that would have been a different plot device as well. It just yeah. just chilled some milk in it to go back in time. It's so funny though, like when you you hear stories like that because it's like you know, Back to the Future was being filmed for about six weeks before they got Michael J. Fox in to take over the role of Martin McFly. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't someone else. Didn't they film with someone else first? Yeah, Eric, Eric Stoltz, who you know has not been in anything of, of my, you know that that made Michael J. Fox's career. And Eric Stoltz has just kind of, you know, bit parts and, and, and stuff like that since the 80s. Um, but, like, you know, it, it's amazing when you hear these these stories or the fact that um, Indiana Jones was supposed to be Tom Selleck. That would have been weird. But it wouldn't have been weird. That's the thing. Mm. It's, we can only say that it would be weird because we got Harrison Ford in a parallel It's a Mandela effect, isn't it? We're in a parallel world with all the butterflies. Don't get me started on Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started. But in a in a parallel got world, examples though, of it. Go on. Huh? Have you got examples of it, Amanda? Yeah, Shazam. Oh yeah. I don't know what that is. I I know that Sinbad made a freaking genie film. Like I, I know that he did, but it was Kazam. It was that, and that was starting to kill O'Neill, wasn't it? And I'm like, I know, I know that I've seen it. Like, I would bet my life on it that I've seen it. And then it's like, he came out and said that he didn't do it. Yes, he did. Yeah. But then Any I other thought, examples? Well, the, the, mo- the, the reason why it's called the Mandela Effect is that no one seems to know when Nelson Mandela died. Because I thought he died in like, the year 2000 mm-hmm. and did he only die like about four years ago or something I knew he died like four years ago honestly there's so there's so many of them if you google Mandela Actually, effect, you, you're madly blown the one that got me was a few a few months ago well probably about a year ago now when Muhammad Ali died because I was convinced he'd died about three years before and then they announced yeah. he was dead, and I was like, no, why are you announcing that now? Because sometimes you do see on Facebook, like, somebody's shared, like, an old story of someone that's died, and it has turned out they had actually died when you thought they had, like, three or four years ago, and you're like, what are you doing that for? But, but that one in particular, that was when I was like, I'm sure I remember him dying. And there being, like, a big thing about it, but God knows what I've gotten confused with. Very Mm-mm. good. But yeah, Go and Google them. Like, everyone Google a Mandela effect and you'll be like, what the fuck? It is a rabbit hole. We'll have to do a time slip episode. I, I would go insane. Like, this honestly constantly makes me feel like I'm going crazy. And I get everybody okay. involved. Like, I'll ring people and be like, hey, remember this? And they're like, no, and I'm like, well, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> you are dead to me. Yeah, you are not living in my universe, so bye. Then again, in a parallel universe, this podcast would have Lee Malaby on it, so. That, that's true. People would be like, hey, Amanda is a Mandela effect. Remember that Aman- time she was ego? Amanda effect. Mandela effect. 
yeah. I, I think I think on that note, we need to uh, wind it up. Yeah, Don't I you? think it's a good place as any. <laughs> Let you people go to bed. Well, there is yeah. that as well. Yeah. Very late. So... Uh, no, I'm just going to go and Google stuff now. Okay. Mine's oh. <laughs> going to bed at four o'clock. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks for fucking me night. <laughs> Just elbowing your fella. Did you know that Ronnie Corbett died seven years ago? That's exactly how it's going to go. <laughs> well, so we'll see you next month. For... Thanks for having me on. Yeah, well, it's a pleasure, Amanda. You can come on whenever you want. We Thanks will for have listening you... to me babble on about Stranger Things for like an hour. What do you want to talk about next month, Amanda? Stranger Things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Christmas in Stranger Things next month. Steve Harrington's hair. Oh, would you wear <laughs> Steve Harrington's skin, though? No. no. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> we can't get through one episode without Craig wanting to wear someone's skin. No. Okay, good night. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Au revoir. I- I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm really Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support us and the other After Dark Podcast Network shows, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's P-A-T-R-E-R-N dot com slash disafterdark. As well as supporting the show, there are other goodies available, including badges and soon t-shirts available as a thank you for your support.